Welcome to the Living La Vida Mocha podcast, and I'm your host, Mocha. I hope you are having a great day. It is currently Taco Tuesday. I'm going to have, well, I'm spicing up my vegan tacos. So that, that's old. Now I'm on to something new, taco salad. So I'm having taco salad for dinner, and um, I have tacos just about every, well, Every couple days, not just Tackle Tuesday, let's be honest here. So, uh, today's uh, subject, we are going to talk, um, I just, I'm going to share a couple of health tips that I felt like once I got them down, it helped my fitness journey. Um, and then we have a little bit of story time plan. So, one thing before I go into these tips. These are just my personal tips and things that help me along my journey. I'm by no means a doctor, perfect. You know, I think some people think their way is right and they just know everything. And the reality of it is, I feel like everyone's life is different. So it may look different for you. However, these are tips that personally help me grow into, and I want to call it a health journey in the beginning, it was definitely a fitness journey because I wanted to get the weight off the first couple times that I started my fitness journey. Um, so let's get into it. Number one is so important and hard. Go to bed early. It is hard. It took me... Mm, I want to say a couple months for this one. It, it took a lot of tries. It it definitely, yeah, it, it took a while for me. Because when I started going to bed early, I was still in my 20s. And I don't know what I was staying up for. Or I don't know what I wanted to stay up late for. Because I've never been much of a TV watcher. So it's not like, oh, I want to stay up and watch my shows or anything. Um... Or it might have just been life too for me at that time. But definitely once I got in a routine and like I said, this took a while. And when I started trying to go to bed early, JT was just officially like potty trained. So he was under two at that. So maybe 16 to 24 months. So definitely going to bed early. One, sleep is so important. I mean, I think it's just as important as, um, just as important as the diet. So, um, definitely sleep is important. Try to go to bed early. (laughs) It may take a couple tries. Don't worry, you'll get there. And also, we want to go to bed early. That brings me to the next tip, to wake up early. So, Um, My story is that I was a mom and I was working a lot of hours and long hours at that. Just like catching up with with bills and stuff. It was so rough when my son was young. Um, So whatever the reason, and you could not be a mom or a parent at all for that matter. But I I still do recommend going to bed early and waking up early because I just feel like the days, like you can try to plan, but... Days are unpredictable, whether you don't feel good, whether you get stuck at work, whether you're just having a bad day, you know, and, um, or like things go wrong, you know, a couple, 
12 months ago, I had a car, my battery died in my car. So I was without a car for a couple days. So anything happened. So let's say that. So definitely go to bed early so you can wake up early. And um, just going back to the bedtime, something that I've just only been doing maybe two years or so now is cutting off the screen time. And it was hard because my son's a teenager. So, and I started this with him and it was hard for him at first to let go of um, his gadgets, whether it be TV or um, uh, the phone gets taken away a little bit earlier now. So another thing was his laptop. He wanted to watch movies and stuff on it. So he was like pretty, you know, resistant to this in the beginning. But like anything with, well, with my teenager, I could say, once he saw the results and saw how much better he was waking up, and he mentioned this himself, his mood started getting better and started being able to get ready for the day, ready for school, and it just became a lot easier. So um, definitely cutting down that screen time before we go to bed, and that's going to help you have better sleep, in my opinion. So another thing with that is hydration. Um, another tip is just drink water. And, um, this is something else that I struggled with. So I actually had to put a lot of plans in motion because I was like, say, okay, you're working out, you're going to bed early. Like, why can't you drink water? <laughs> Which it was nothing that prior that I really focused on. So that could be something. But, um, I say keep it by the bed. <laughs> And prior to this, I was keeping juice and pop by the bed. So don't do that. Try to keep water by the bed. And start drinking the water before you leave the house. You're already in a habit. Like I said, life happens. Um, you know, work or whatever. Or running around too. Just I seem like I just wake up and I run, run, run. So you might be running around and get distracted. So I feel like if you get an early start on it, and I had to graduate to this, but now my water bottle is at least 32 ounces. But at first, it, honestly, it was just a cup of water. Then it evolved into a water bottle. So start little and work your way up. Another thing that I was doing, as I'm looking at my notes here, um, is I was just eating and going to bed. And I know I've heard even people say jokes like, oh, I have the eye that just slumped over. And that's not really good. <laughs> so I just started eating dinner a little bit earlier. For a while there, I was on second shift. So it was like you're working. So throughout the day, I was working, let's see, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So yeah, my dinner was at work. But so then in my off days, it seemed like I was still in that routine. So Actually, too, at my job at that time, setting those boundaries, like I want to go to my last dinner break around four or five, depending on when we weren't busy. And I want to keep this schedule on my off days to help me create a routine for not only myself having that time with my son and him knowing, you know, we're going to have dinner together and we don't have any, we don't bring devices to the table, you know, just so we could, uh, talk and <laughs> spending quality time together I don't know it's just my teenager it's him some days he talks my head off and some days he 
doesn't have much at all to say. So, but at dinner time, we definitely um, spend time talking, just really reminiscing about our day and things that happened that we want to share at the dinner table. But um, I would even like after dinner to be snacking or eating, not even at the table, on the couch, hanging out, just still eating. So I try to have that last meal at the dinner table. And for a while there, I did need um, just like a snack after dinner, which would be like a protein shake at the time. Or one of my personal favorites to this day is like peanut butter and carrots. I don't know if anyone else likes that, but it's it's like my jam. And if I want to spice it up, I change my peanut butter. So <laughs> just don't eat and go to sleep. And I allow myself just a couple hours. So like I'll have dinner at the latest five. I say four to five because sometimes I even get home at three. And then the next day, since um, I was waking up early, it seemed like I just wake up and get to breakfast. But I say, in my opinion, allow 12 hours between that last meal and then your breakfast. And you, a lot of people have these sayings, and I don't necessarily agree with it. Again, you have to go off of what is best for your lifestyle, is that you have to, like, earn your food. And I don't know. In my opinion, that kind of feels like it could potentially because I know in the beginning I had such a bad relationship with food. That's not the mindset I want to chase as well as just making conscious decisions is what I'm looking for here. Just conscious decisions like if you're getting up, I don't think you need like steak and eggs immediately. You know, you know, have some water, walk around, get it moving. Even after dinner, um, I would take walks or walk my dog. Um, it's, well, actually it's snowing outside today, but winters look different and stuff. So whatever you can do, wherever you are listening to this, take the walks and, um, get it moving after dinner. Don't just like sit, like help your body digest the food. And another thing is I started cooking all my meals. Um, so my son eats out about one day ish a week. Um, just, and it could be a lot of, he likes smoothies and ice cream. So something like that, but his dinners are majority just what I make or he makes too, because he, he's starting to learn how to cook. But, um, and this looks different for every person. Like, again, I know a lot of people meal prep Sunday, meal prep, get it out the way, Go to the grocery store and prep all this food. And I tried to do that. And I tried to do that, I believe, for two years. As I'm drinking my water. <clears throat> um, I tried to do that um, for a couple years, definitely. I gave it lots of trial and errors. Just, or I wouldn't eat all the food. There's just like so many things that you know, um, didn't work, but I would say I cook a couple times throughout the week and I'd like to do three. My son is going to be training for two different sports at once. So, I mean, we'll see when we get there with that. And that's the first time he's going to be doing that. 
So um, I do know that two things help me. Um, as JT calls me the crockpot mom. <laughs> so a crockpot meal as well as I have done a freezer meal if I know I'm going out of town or I know we're not going to have time. Cook it, let it cool down for several hours or so. And then I have a Ziploc bag and I Ziploc it and I freeze it. Or I have something even more cool that is a Wi-Fi crock pot. And a lot of times I'm like coming home from the gym or maybe I'm on my last rep or wherever. And I, was, I can start my crock pot from my phone. I mean, technology is, it's, it's pretty fascinating. And it's pretty interesting how fast it's growing. So yeah, um, or so the crock pots and another thing is I'll just cook and cook a lot so I know we're going to have leftovers. And I do that, like I said, around three times a week. We'll see what track season brings us. Maybe I'll have to adjust that schedule because um, he's practicing a lot. But definitely I try to make all my food at home. And also, I found when I was doing that, I was like saving money. The food's healthier. You're saving money. You're having time um, when my son's, you know, helping me, like, or he's chopping up things for the recipe. Like, those are quality time that, you know, we can't really get it back because they just grow up so fast. Um, my son is getting ready to go to high school, which is like, Crazy. I told him, I'm like, I remember when, when you were a baby. Um, and now he's taller than me, which most people are. I don't know. That's achievement. But you get the point. So the next tip we have that is good and it is hard to stick to is I try not to go over 500 calories per meal. Hence, I have more than one meal a day, a couple throughout the day. Um, sometimes it's looking like three and then a, I, I have a meal replacement. So that would be my four. And this looks different for every person. But it just seemed like to me, if I consumed over 500 calories, and there was a lot of data in the beginning, um, writing things down, um, apps that I was using and stuff. Um, I, my stomach didn't do too good. <laughs> so I say eat small meals throughout the day. Um, eating like, you know, 1500 calories in one setting is like kind of crazy to me, in my opinion. So I try to keep it 500 calories or less. Meals or snacks. Because that was another thing is I would have, oh, this is a snack. But it was like just as many calories as my meal and fulfilling as my meal. And I think a snack should be anywhere from 300 to 350 calories. It shouldn't be 800. <laughs> In my opinion, again. So, um, yeah, the next one, because um, I never wanted to be like stiff or tight. And it started happening in my early 20s, too. It's just stretching. Um, I stretch in the morning. I wake up. I pray. And I make my bed. 
and I start drinking my water and then the stretching is what comes next. And I stretch in the morning and at night just to get ready for the day. And I don't know, everyone's day looks different or job looks different. My job can be pretty physical at times. So I think it's important to keep the stretching and the, the mobility, maneuverability. See, JT's been talking about driving. Mobility present every day. Um, and um, I always like to make sure before I leave the house, even if it's meditation or prayer, just having a conversation with yourself, whatever that looks like for you, make sure when you leave that house that you are in the best mindset for yourself. And I feel like overall your mood will be better and you'll treat yourself, number one, and everyone else around you better. If you wake up in a bad mood and things keep happening and you hold that grudge, chances are you're going to push that negative energy out, right? To people who don't even know why you're angry or upset. So it's just like working on your positive energy before you even leave the house. Um, just going back to the eating, these are all in all types of orders. Um, I... So I started out with a Fitbit and I had an Android at that time and I've um an iPhone and an Apple Watch. But oh and actually there was an app too I used before I got my Fitbit, I remember. Um but do not eat more calories than you burn in a day. So like after writing down and logging all my calories, at one time I was eating like close to twenty eight hundred calories a day. And only burning maybe 2,000 calories in a day. So that doesn't go together, right? So you want to like, you don't have to necessarily stay in a perfect calorie deficit. But definitely move as much as you're eating. Or less. But don't eat all these calories and not move. Um, another one is... Um, another one is, oh, write your goals down. Yeah, and my goals change <laughs> up until about maybe four years ago or so. And then my goal has been the same every year to just be the best person I can be, whatever that looks like, you know, and be the happiest. But the first year it was like maybe lose 20 pounds, um, then it was like, try to improve my gut health. Whatever your goals are, write it down. Because I feel like, and I was putting them in the mirror at that time. Or refrigerators and they're a good place for me. But um, where I could see it. Or I, I like the notes in the phone. If you do have iPhone, I don't know what Android has. They have to have something cool for you just to track your thoughts. Or there might be a journal app out there we don't know about. Something that um, you can kind of log your goals and make sure that your actions are aligning with those goals. And that way you can go back to it and you can see it. Something I feel like a lot of um, people just talking to clients or people who are in my cycle class or even 
my coworkers, I just have heard this so much. And um, now I look back and I just can't believe it that a lot of people confuse a cheat meal with a cheat day. And I don't know, it might have gotten confused across the board or whatever. Um, if you're going to have a cheat meal and you want one, you should definitely have it. Do I think you should have a cheat meal five out of the seven days a week? I don't think that's a great idea. But you should just have one cheat meal. You know, I would hear people like, I, I ate, you know this crazy amazing breakfast I'm like okay well then since it was my cheat day then I went on and had you know a crazy lunch and then finished off with dinner and dessert and candy but that was just my cheat day so that that's okay but I just think if you change the mindset to maybe it's once a month once a week whatever or twice a month I've heard that too Whatever works best for you and whatever to balances out your life. Um, it's just that one meal. It's not a whole day of how much food and calories you can eat. Um, so we almost we're almost there. Um, the next one goes kind of along with that stretching and how it take a walk is I make sure I move and I keep it stepping every day and the Fitbit helped me track my steps and then they had challenges on the Fitbit app I like um Apple watch currently I just like to track my steps and I do like at home versus at work um versus if I'm going for a run or something like that but I definitely have a goal myself of getting 18,000 steps a day. But everyone's different and I work longer shifts so it's pretty easy to get steps at work. But whatever I do at work and say I'm off um, or even it's like a, I don't like the term rest day. I like active recovery day. I still make sure that I hit my step goal. And that can look different for every person. That's just my personal step goal. So we have one last tip. And then we uh, get to go to story time. <laughs> so the last tip is just to give yourself grace. Because one life changes and things happen. And maybe you're just not where you want to be. But you're not where you were. So you have to say you know, I'm in a better place and I'm working on my goals and I'm moving forward, you know, and that's the hardest thing, but I feel like it should be easy, but I think we are like so hard on ourselves sometimes. So just remember to be thankful that you're here, you're on this journey. If you fall down or hit a bump in the road, no problem. Just get back up and get back on it. And like I said, I would fall off the bandwagon, change my goal, then fall off, then have a whole season. I was off, you know, it it happens, but just do not stop because I promise you, um, you know, consistency is going to bring back that motivation and you'll get back on track and you'll get to where you want to go as long as every day you wake up and you're working on it and you're thinking about it. So now that brings me to my story time it's not a long one but I wanted to use 
my story time and I want you after you get done listening to this episode is think about your story and how that relates and your why because that had to that remember my why and why we I started all this that was something I had to think about just about every day to keep me going especially there were times that I was trying to lose weight and I was staying the same weight for so long so like just to keep you keep me motivated and still wanting to you know work towards those goals even though I wasn't seeing exactly the results I wanted is remembering my why so here comes the story time JT my son he um was a toddler and maybe he was about two at this time but he didn't I don't remember exactly how but he definitely was old to be old enough to be mobile and fast so let's say maybe two and a half now that I think about it and I started um you and I had asthma and I was overweight too it was hard to keep up with him just at the park or even in the yard because we had a slide in the yard and those times are just getting hard for me. And then a lot of times I would take him to Burger King or McDonald's and he would play in the play area. And I said to myself, because it almost happened, but then it it was okay that he just got so scared and he got stuck up there and I would have to climb up there. And I knew that as a, this kid gets older, he's going to get more adventurous and more fast. And I have to be able to keep up with him and um I don't want to be embarrassed to where I'm so overweight and out of shape I can't climb up to get him or I can't keep him motivated and like stay moving with him as well as whether we're taking a walk and I'm cutting it off because I'm just so tired and exhausted um so I knew that I wanted to be able to stay healthy and be able to watch him grow up and grow with him as well, but be able to be very present physically, you know, with him too. And so this day we run together, we've done many races together. Um, He does my cycle classes, we work out together, but that was like a goal of mine. You don't want to just not be big enough or or you're so out of shape because he just, um, you know, just running out of the car when we would be um, at the grocery store. You have to, like, be on it, you know, especially during those toddler years. They're just, they want to go. So you have to be able to go with them. So that is my why. That is my story time. And um, I hope I touched someone today. Um, it is... Um, Definitely, it's been a long journey, and I I look forward to just keep going, keep going, and keep growing. So, um, on social media, let's see, Facebook and Instagram, I am living, that's Ian Levita Mocha, Um, and I have a YouTube channel as well, Um, uh, what else, I think that's, oh, I was going to say my email, email me. Uh, JT Mom 2009, and I am JT Mom. So, you guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. Drink lots of water and eat something healthy, something colorful. But most of all, be thankful that you're here and you're still able to live your life. 
Have a great day.